Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. We're here, we're alive, we're in the basement, we're recording. Um, that's what I got. Yeah. I I gotta admit, this week I'm gonna talk a little bit about wrestling. CM Punk debuted on AEW. Now, granted, if you know I listen to Jim Cornette podcast, you know I can't stand AEW for the most part. But dude, I marked out. I felt like a six-year-old kid. Like I was so excited. I went over to my mom's house because I'm too cheap for cable. Because I'd rather spend all my money on moped parts. I mean, yeah, I spend all my money on moped parts, but that's okay. Um, kind of was such fun riding Minnesota. But like, I'm starting to get sad because I felt like the weather's changing. I just, it's just that time of year um state bears happening a couple blocks from my house basically and it's gonna get nuts around here and i was i got stuck in a netflix rabbit hole um friday night lights i know it's not even that good a show it's just five seasons and then like i was sitting on the couch most of saturday afternoon i said i have to get out i have to go and i have to ride so i just jumped on my fast hobbit and blasted to still water and like i made I think I made some little faster time I've ever made on a bike and like, I think it's damn near 30 miles. And I made it there in 45 minutes. If that, like it was nuts, but you know, that was, a, I got a bad, bad fast hobbit. Um, and just kind of cruising down. I went there specifically for, hold on folks. You gotta get my little sip in my coffee i did something with the filters and stuff i don't know if that's going to pick up or not so i'm gonna have to listen back one of these days and change some stuff possibly um but yeah i just got out and rode and actually went to my first live indoor show since rona and that was really rad i got to hang out just by like every once in a while i like to go to shows by myself and just absorb the music and it was fucking fun because i got to see somebody who was a year or two younger than me in high school she was always a really talented singer and I just, I've been meaning to check out her band forever and went and saw it and bumped into Liz or Elizabeth is how she goes now. And her mom was my English teacher, Mrs. Gondor. And like, she was there and like, I thanked her so much. I'm like, do you know how many days I was hung over in your class? And she goes every day, James. And she knew it like, but you know, I passed whatever. Um, I threw up on the Minnesota Moped page, like, so I want to get out riding and I knew I could hit up one person and we get, he, he's usually down for riding. I just hit him up and old, uh, weld wizard himself. And I, we just got out, we got out and rode. I never make his Thursday rides for one reason or another. Um, in Minnesota, they have a rotating cast. I'm not even sure how it happens, but like the, the cast rollers pick who wants to lead a ride, whatever. And like, I never get on Jake's nights for some reason. So, he took me on his route, like his long distance route to Minnetonka, which is kind of rad. Cause like I went to two extremes, of the Metro this weekend, I went to Stillwater, Minnesota, which is basically Wisconsin. Then I went to pretty much as far as, you know, West as you can go and still consider it the Metro. Um, Jake and I ended up rolling over to Knowles, who's a crank and saw progress on his garage and like, which was rad dude the guy's been working without a garage for a few years and i'm really happy for him he's i guess he got his bikes moved into his shop i was talking to graham the other day and it'll be a shop hopefully jake can approve it we'll see um 
Jake and I ended up riding to some brewery and like breweries are really hit or miss. I don't know about anybody else in the world, but like for food and like, I'm cheap again, I'm cheap when it comes to food. And like, we just saw in this food truck, it was like 15 bucks for burger. Granted, it was a double patty, but like 15 bucks for burger only no fries, no drink, no nothing. And we just kind of looked at each other, like, let's get the fuck out of here. And we go to start up our bikes and I wish maybe Jake can send me the info and whatever, but like, I wish I could remember the name of the food truck, but like the guy's like, Hey, and I'm kind of looking around. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like, Hey, come here. And like Jake and I walk over, he, they gave us each like a burger, like a pre-made, like wrapped up burger and stuff. Hey, those are cool bikes. And you know, we kind of, Hey dude, we kind of BS with the guy. I'm like, don't get into it, dude. You'll get addicted. Like I did. And, and he kind of laughed. He goes, oh, I got plenty of vices. Maybe I can pick up another one. So, you know, I told him about Minnesota Moped Beige and all that stuff. And that's that's a really great resource for new people as long as, yeah. Um, it was funny, though, because all of a sudden the black clouds start rolling in and we had to get the fuck out of there. Like, I, Jake lives in kind of the central part of the metro. And like, I live on the way Eastern side and I pretty much flat footed my freaking Hobbit DR all the way home. And I think the most I hit was like 360 on that DR. And like, dude, that thing is such a trooper. Um, you know, it'll just hit, it'll do 50 all day. And I love it. Like, and if I get in a tuck, I can do like 55 ish, but whatever, dude. Um, this week's been weird because i'm still up and i'm registered for goathead rally and like it seems like such a rad thing to do to go to the south west and i'm still kind of up in the air i'll admit it i'm gonna pay i'll pay for my rally backs it's no big deal but like i gotta go pick up some bikes in memphis and then like i know of some other stuff going on in ohio and like, I kind of, I got welcome to come there if I wanted. And like, I miss some of the people in Richmond. So like, I don't know, dude, like that's, what's so fucking rad about life. If you just do it, like I got nine months of fucking winter coming. I'm going to be sitting in the house. Like I want to go live and I want to go be a part of now, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm really excited for this week's guest. I met him in Richmond, but he's not from Richmond. I met him during my um, kind of breaking out of my cocoon um, at the end of the Bakers. And him and I just he clicked off, dude. But, like, that's the thing about it. Like, it's not a unique thing upon itself because everybody likes this person once you meet him. And I feel kind of lucky. It's like, I'm a person, if I say, like, I like you. You're, you're my bud, whatever. Like, I mean that. And I will randomly hit you up and say, Hey man, I hope you're having a great day. Or like, how are you doing? And when I say that stuff to people, I sincerely mean it because I don't keep superficial relationships. Like I keep relationships. Like if you, if I say you're my friend, I will do pretty much everything I can for you. Um, but sorry, sidetrack there, but yeah. Um, he's got a really rad little Tomos that I kind of want to copy. I don't think I can get one, but I kind of want to copy exactly what he did. Um, but I'm going to give you a second here. We're going to bring him in. Hey, how's it going? 
Hey, my guy. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, club uh, affiliation right now, and all that good shit? Uh, Chris Schatz, uh, Black Black, and former, I guess technically still, because they were like, you can be both. Balls hard. Yeah. <laughs> Not like there's many of those still hanging about. <laughs> um, I kind of, you'll hear the my little ramblings before once uh, y- your episode goes up um i was gonna say something but the fun i didn't talk about the funny thing was when i first asked you to be on the podcast i actually asked your cat's account on moped army yeah (laughs) and i do want to i want to point out that it's incredibly rude of you that you stole his name like that like yeah henry's not appreciative of it you know like you might be hearing from our lawyers. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might have to get my tattoo removed on my stomach. I mean, there's a whole yeah, process in the list. That could be part of the lawsuit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but here, Chris, on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journeys. What happened? I eat the very first time they saw moped to like the smile ride, <laughs> no part of the journey, and what it's like today. So, Chris, let me ask you. Yeah. You get two si- We're going to do a double sip because I already did this earlier. All right. Let me ask you, Chris. Mm, what a wonderful noise. I know. It's great, isn't it? Um, <laughs> what is the your very first memory of a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but like the first time mm-hmm. you can know I saw a moped. So they're few and far between because there never really was many mopeds in the Baltimore area. I remember my very first moped and I didn't know what it was at the time, but I remember vivid, wanting it enough. Uh, that I know exactly what it was. It was a black and gold Tomo's golden bullet. And it was parked out in front of the uh, local video store that Mm -hmm. me and my brother would always like walk down to and rent VHS tapes and shit like that. And I was like, I want that thing, you know? And I was probably like, I don't know, seven or something. (laughs) Okay. I was going to ask you, like, everybody knows I love my time. I was like, how old are you at that point? So obviously you had the little bug for it. Like, I can, I can totally relate. A few years later, probably when I was like 12 or 13, someone had uh, stolen and ditched a moped in our yard. And it was a white Tomos, like the white with the green stripes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I begged my parents to let us <laughs> keep it. And they're like, no, we need to call the police and let them know. And the police loaded it into the trunk of their car and left. And I was so sad. I was like, what are the old things? <laughs> I could have let me ride it, mom and dad. <laughs> um. So you, you had yeah. the bug, like these little machines uh, you had your yeah, interest yeah. It right like away. A, it's, a, it's a little mini fly down the street, do dumb stuff. Like being that young, it's the only option. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe you could get away with that and mm-hmm. not have people yell at you, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never got to have that as a child. Dang it. Um, I mean, I did get to ride like a tiny dirt bike once, but that was about it. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think like for myself, like, yeah, I think I rode a tiny dirt bike long before I ever rode a moped. I know I rode dirt bikes long before mopeds. Um, but so you talk about like kind of the two little instances that you can remember, like seeing mopeds. Like, yeah, yeah. so let me ask you this. When was the first time you actually got, you know, you got on a moped? Okay. Um, a friend of mine, this would have been post high school, early, like college days for most people. And we were like walking down the main street near my dad's house in Baltimore, which is York Road. And a friend of ours 
came rolling by on a moped and we're like what the fuck and he like turned around because he saw us and he came back and he's like you guys want to take a ride and we're like where where did you get this thing and he's like i was going down 695 which is the highway Mm -hmm. and it was on the side of the road so i just (laughs) threw it in the back of my car (laughs) so it's like obviously it was stolen and then did very baltimore very baltimore (laughs) (laughs) and then he was just like all right mine now and uh he let me like ride it around the block a few times and then he got on it and left um and then uh maybe like a year later there was a community yard sale and he him and his dad were like selling a bunch of crap and one of the things was this moped it was a Gorelli rally sport uh and it, it was exploded he was like yeah, I exploded it. I didn't know you had to put oil in the gas. Of course, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> so he was just like riding it around on pump gas until it exploded. And but I'm like, about it is, I'm kind of jealous, dude, because everybody talks about the moped find of the yard sale or the garage sale. I still am, and I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll ever happen. But you know, one's got to live the hope and the dream. I still am scouring garage sales on like a Friday ride, Friday afternoon ride. Cause I don't work Fridays yeah, yeah. for the moped. Like, don't worry. I'm still in Minnesota in the Metro. I'm still hunting, but I have yet to see it. It's, it's rare. I mean, I, I've seen three, this being the first one, but also it's like part of my job is going to yard sales and stuff like that. So I go to way more yard sales and, and thrift stores and stuff like that. The normal people do, but I've only seen three my yeah. many years of doing it. I've um, heard of one in Minnesota, a guy who's a scooter guy actually found a uh, grande at a garage sale, oh, like yeah. richer part of um, the Metro. But so you bought that bike, like how, what year is yeah. this? Cause I still like my timelines. Oh, it's like a, this would have been, I don't know. I was probably like 24 at this point. Um, and uh and I saw the bike and I'm like, oh yeah, hell yeah. That thing was fun. I want that thing. I'm like, how much do you want for it? And he's like, well, you know, you need to put the motor back together and fix it. I'm like, that's fine. And he's like, uh, like 40 bucks. I'm like, all right, let me go to the ATM. <laughs> and I went to the ATM and came back and watched a dude wheeling it away who had already paid for it. He's like, sorry, man. Like this dude just already bought it. And I'm like, you didn't save it for me. But Motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I dude, I would have cut I would have cut that guy off. Like he's we're done, dude. Like <laughs> fuck you. He wasn't like a super close friend. You know what I mean? He was yeah, like yeah, a, okay. just a guy I've known my entire life that we run yeah, yeah. sometimes. Um but the friend that I was with, like doing the yard sale shit that next morning, uh, we were like, We gotta get these, like, we gotta get mopeds. We gotta mm-hmm. get mopeds and have a little moped gang ride around and be ridiculous and stuff like that. So that's like we became obsessed about this idea and that's when I first found Moped Army was because we're like, all right, where do you buy mopeds, you know? Uh, and I was the first one to buy a moped. I drove to fucking Culpeper, Virginia to buy a Tomos for $450 and uh, was like, well, I've got a moped, guys. You guys have to get one, too. So my friend bought a Motobicon that was kind of beat up. And then my other friend bought a uh, Poop Pinto that was actually really nice. Um, and you know the story from here for sure i'm like let's go do good rat shit and we like rode around like Mm -hmm. twice within one week and then like the motobicon broke down and that never got touched again nope and then i was gonna say that's a daring soul yeah the pinto didn't break down it just sat forever because that person just got uh, uninterested like bored you know uh eventually i ended up owning both of those bikes of course 
Yeah, but I was gonna I say that, that you hear that. that happen, like a bunch of friends going together, and like yeah, one person's yeah. really passionate about one person, like, eh, this was a cool toy for you know a couple weeks, but not my thing. Yeah, it's the it's the wrenching that gets that immediately kicks people out because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we're gonna have to work on this thing and take it apart. Nope, never mind. I don't have patience. You know, like, no, did you come from a mechanical background at all, or like where your family, like, not necessarily not mechanics, but really, were they tinkers no. at all? Okay. No, it's kind of funny because, like, now I've got my, like, my garage, quote unquote, is actually my dad's garage at his house because I don't mm-hmm. have money to pay for a garage spot in Baltimore City. Um, yeah. But it's filled, it's just filled with all these things that I'm like, that's so cheap. I can't not buy it. So it's filled with bikes. But my dad is not a mechanical guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's not a motorcycle. He's never owned a motorcycle. You know, like he doesn't work on cars and stuff like that. So there's really no connection there. I had gotten into like Volkswagens and stuff like that. I had a Scirocco. I tried to teach myself how to work on it, but didn't yeah. have anyone to help me. I like I like took the top end off and stared at it and was like nope and put it back together and brought it to a shop you know i'm not gonna <laughs> lie if i i'm like to consider myself not an idiot when it comes to turning a wrench i'm not touching a volkswagen anything like mechanically oh, yeah. they're not bad but electrically they're a fucking nightmare oh yeah it was a really fun car i miss that car it was a little go-kart but um yeah they, yeah like yeah. i never really was like a like pushing for any sort of mechanic thing i'm like i just want fun toy give mm-hmm. me fun toy <laughs> I'll do things to make fun toy happen, you know, like, uh, so I just kind of was forced into it. It was a long path because like, there was no one to help me. And it was kind of hilarious because when I started meeting more moped people later on, I would have like all these bikes and like, I had like maybe three bikes that were like way too far of a project that I could ever handle. I was still learning how to put the, like the Delorto SHA back together correctly, you know? And then I meet all these other people and they're just like plow through my garage in one night and get everything running. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. (laughs) So you talk about meeting some of the people. How did you end up meeting people in the community just through MA or was Um, it just? No, actually another weird circumstantial thing. Like I, one of my friends at the time wanted to do like a, uh, was like a videographer wanted to do, this whole project on mopeds and stuff like that. Like she also got into mopeds at the time and uh, we were just like, fuck it, let's rent a van and bring our mopeds. Like this was like when I finally got someone else to be interested in mopeds after the three person gang, which was called the pesky ducks. Um, And uh, (laughs) then we, so it was just like me uh, and Allison and we're like, fuck it, let's go to whiskey biz. That was like whiskey biz too. Mm-hmm. And we just rented a truck or rented a van and then drove up there. And we ended up parking next to um, uh, Angel and Ben. And we like oh, wow. talked to them and we're like, where are you guys from? They're like, yeah, we're from, we're from Maryland. We're like, what, really? We're from Baltimore. Like, what, you guys are from Baltimore? You know, like, like we just happened to park right next to them. And then that's kind of like, that's kind of the start of the ball bars, right? Dude, there. that's such a weird thing like that happens all the time in mopeds. Like you just oh, yeah. some weird coincidence um out of <laughs> nowhere. They like prime example, like how many gas stations are there in around Richmond? All over. Oh yeah. When I was leaving Richmond, I ran into fucking Doug Ladd's dad. Like out of nowhere. Like that's so weird. 
yeah dude like weird shit like that happens a lot and it's like yeah you meet oh, an yeah. angel like that it's just what the it f- happens why? a lot coming from like long trip moped um like rallies i remember one time we were coming back and we ran into um uh i think it was squirrel uh the the legion dude who does the wheelies i think yeah, it was yeah. him it was either him or another legion dude um we were like stopped at a, a random rest stop and like he just happened to be walking in the door at the same time and we're like <laughs> let's get cinnabon together <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> that's so rad um so you guys go to whiskey biz you you bump into yeah, some yeah. other so people we, like, meet, meet some people then and then like like that was like what i consider like the like moped salad days like the crazy like the 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 what i always think about when i think about like like crazy moped when it felt so exciting when it's like oh here's this like new thing and oh my god we're riding in this at the time it was like a pack of like 300 plus people or something like that mm-hmm. that year and all these random people and you know some people are assholes but most people are awesome and like we're just ride wherever you want right here to get get food right to this bar you know like stay on some rando's floor you know it, it was just so much fun to be like it was the first time i experienced hanging out with a huge group of random strangers and feeling so comfortable mm-hmm. i did it a lot in the volkswagen scene i went to volkswagen shows and stuff like that and i met some friends through them but most of them just kind of sucked um <laughs> they, like you know it doesn't feel like like it's different than mopeds it doesn't feel like you're kind of like instant friendship kind of stuff it's like uh more of a dick waving contest and stuff like yeah, that yeah. you know like and it's it's funny but, um, yeah it's funny you say that because like it's weird how this is all kind of this podcast coming together like i was just talking about friendships in the moped community on my little pre-ramble because you got delayed a little bit but yeah dude like we yeah, haven't yeah. seen each other since like the 4th of July. And it feels like we just picked up our con- yeah. last conversation. Like, Oh yeah. That's, that's, and that was when I met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one of the best things about it. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's the best thing about it. Yeah. Like I can go to, I don't know how many moped rallies, especially here in Richmond, like the riding chatter. I'm like, I don't ride in the cold. I break out in highs in the cold. I don't know how many times I've come down to that thing and just been like, all right, I'm just hanging out and drinking with people. People are like, ride leaves in, in five minutes. And I'm like, bye, guys. Bye. Have fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. I'll, I'll, I'll bring a moped to park out in front in case I decide to ride. <laughs> no. There's a there's a 23.97% chance I could ride. But the odds of that are thirty two point no. nine. It's like what? No, I'm not riding. That was, in the, that cold. was the year people parked their bikes, and then the next morning, all the bikes had like stalactites coming off of them. Awesome. That's yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I mean, I, it, it was awesome and not at the same time. No, it was like rain that froze. <laughs> I um, but it was fun. It was really fun. I probably won't ride. It takes. I have to be really stir crazy to ride a bike under 50 degrees now like i just it's cold yeah like it's yeah. just too cold but so you talk about whiskey biz you meet a bunch yeah, of people yeah. and um, then yeah and then after whiskey biz and we met them like angel was like i do this gettysburg ride um and then we drug in another dude mick who's like really knows his like he at the time was like 41 or something like that but he properly knows his way about around motobicon he was like a guy I had talked to online. Oh, sorry. So I met for the first time. And um, we all went to Gettysburg together 
and had a fucking blast. It was great. And then we're like, all right, let's do Pittsburgh. And we did a uh, switch hand signal after that. And that was when we got named the Baltars. <laughs> <laughs> we did not come up with that name. They, someone yelled it at us while we were, we were like in a, a you know, like it, it was like nine people sleeping in this dude's living room. It was Jeff's living room. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we're just in like a cuddle puddle all hung over or whatever. And we're talking about like, well, we have a moped gang now. Like what's it called? We <laughs> wanted to go with pterodactyl Rex, And, uh, some, someone yelled from the kitchen, like, no, you're baltarded. You're the baltard. And <laughs> then no, everyone just called us that. So it was kind of given to us. But then when I, whenever we have to like talk to people, we have to like make, cause people be like, that's kind of offensive. Yeah. So, but then we did like research and, we found out that there was like our whole thing was like cats and shit like that. Like our logo was like a cat face and all of us were really into cats and have like had cats and stuff. Um, okay. And, there's uh, something weird going on with the moped community. I've noticed everybody's a skater and everybody loves cats. Like that's yeah. <laughs> also ACAB. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like it was, we, we did some research and, and our excuse was always, we found out that there was a, a very famous premier cat show in France that was called La Rue de Baltard Cat Show. And there's a road called La Rue de Baltard that did like, they did like a cat show at the like event there. And so we you like, dumped no, your obviously named after that. <laughs> you kind of dumbed yourself into that name and then it all yeah. works out. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking rad. <laughs> Um, so what, what were the early days like of the ball towards you talk about, you guys had cat stuff, blah, blah, blah. But like, when was yeah, it? Were was, you guys like doing was, weekly group rides where you guys start? Like, what was oh, your yeah. stuff? No, it was definitely like golden years times. Cause everyone was like, you know, I guess everyone, almost everyone was like single will like bored, uh, really excited about mopeds. Um, and like, just, you know, didn't really have much else to do at the time. It just kind of worked out where, uh, it would be every single weekend in my dad's garage, we would be either fixing up this bike because it stopped running or like, Oh, picked up this project. Let's get that going. There's like three people working on bikes at the same time, you know, like a standard moped gang situation. Um, but it was fun. Yeah. We would just do that. And they stay at my dad's house throughout the entire weekend and usually leave on Sunday or Monday, you know? Um, and then we, uh, we did a few of these uh, shoreside slow ride rallies that were fun where we would ride from Baltimore to Essex, which is like on the Bay. Like my dad has like a, a piece of property there and we would ride down there. It makes it sound like he's rich, but he bought it in the seventies and it would cost him like $2,700. um and uh we would ride down there and you know go swimming and stuff like that and stay for like the weekend and then ride back and those were those were a lot of fun how long a ride was that like i'm so geographically dumb when it comes to the east coast so like we were also pretty good at the organizational aspect of it because we had been to enough rallies that we were like who else hates getting left behind by the people that are like my hobbit goes 900 miles an hour leading the ride it's like then everyone gets lost and then it's like dangerous and you've got a bunch of people lost in the middle of your city uh so we like 
mapped the route a few times and then made sure everyone like made sure like like mick was the leader it's like mick doesn't go over 30 miles an hour you know like like it was a slow ride Mm -hmm. um and uh but it was fun like it it was maybe a hour hour and 10 minutes i don't know i'm not a fan of a big long ride okay like i like a nice short ride like a a medium ride like an hour fun if like the terrain is fun you know for a rally Mm -hmm. but i don't know some of them like uh I think that was the the buzzards rally it was like a 100 something mile like five hour ride through cornfields and you know it's like anything with a forward facing carburetor that doesn't have a air filter sorry your bike's done like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know like road dust and everything's hot and dry <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's it i think it really depends upon the terrain because you can get some rides that are like I I can almost promise you, Chris, if you would have went on this uh, ride that old Jake Kane took me on Sunday, like, yeah, I ended up doing 90 miles on Sunday and like, it felt like oh, 20 yeah, minutes. Like, is it like relaxy, curvy? Yep. Like, just it's like, up and it down. Nothing, it's great nothing over 50 miles an hour. Nothing yep. with a bunch of people trying to cut you off. Yeah. Yep. I could yeah. do that for a long time, you know, but yeah, long, long rides. I don't know. No, and I hear you, and you, you're 100% <laughs> right. It depends who's around you and how many people. Um, yeah, yeah. What was your guys' first rally? You talk, you talk about the shore stuff. Um, like, yeah, how yeah. many people kind of showed up to your guys' first rally rally? Um, or did you guys actually, ever host? Like, I don't know anything about Baltz Arts other than... Yeah, most people don't. It's the fine. Murder House <laughs> or whatever it was called. That's my dad's house. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I think the only like lasting relic that pretty much sums it up when we had like, I I think at the, I don't know, I wasn't really paying much attention. I think at one point we had like 12 people Mm -hmm. in the gang at one point. Um, And uh, yeah, like we had like a a blog that you could like look at. Yeah, <laughs> like we, did, we weren't we weren't like super active on Moped Army, and we were all like, we don't care about being official. Who gives a shit? We've got friends. We just want to do things, you know. Like mm-hmm. that was kind of what we were doing at the time. So, um, sorry for interrupting. No, no, you didn't interrupt. That was you know. well. I was just wondering because, <laughs> like, you hear lure and myth uh, in the in the mm-hmm. hush tones of the past. Like, from now, did people kind of just get not? I age out, not age out, but like I heard that the Baltards kind of applied a few times and like they just got rejected and rejected and people kind of faded away. Like what what was kind of the down? Mm. I mean, you said no, I think I think we only if if we even did apply, I think it only happened once when we were starting to like get a bunch more people, like maybe this is something we could do. But it was definitely something for most of the time up until like the last like year or so when people started moving away and stuff that uh we we just didn't care you know Mm -hmm. like we didn't i I can tell you one thing for a fact we definitely didn't apply more than once and if we did apply once it was probably in that last year Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. and that that's again some of the reason why i do this podcast because then i can get the story from the horse's mouth if you will um (laughs) we were like a social gang like it didn't it didn't matter about being uh official or whatever you know what i mean yeah um so at this point what was like the farthest out rally you had been to or in general i mean you can we can jump all over well 
I mean, driving. The funny, Dri- the funny thing is, the farthest out rally I've been to is probably Whiskey Biz. We almost were in San Francisco for ceremony, um, but it's funny. We like uh, not all of us. Some of us went and visited with Angel because she was doing a guest spot up there. But we left like three days before they started the rally. We had no okay. idea that <laughs> we were doing the rally. Way but to yeah, go, we Angel. Did Whiskey Biz three times uh and that was always the longest one i don't know like oh if if the stars align i'll travel for a rally but i'm like people keep asking me about going to like you you asked me about going to like new mexico i'm like okay cool like uh, well okay outside of flying is what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about is just driving because like you know like the denver rallies obviously like Mm -hmm. i've been to a few of the black black denver rallies um it always comes down to like okay do i have roughly two to three hundred dollars to spend on a plane ticket to go to a rally without a bike yeah. you know what i mean um am i going to drive for three days straight to go to a rally like do i have that time do, and, do, and, do i own a vehicle that can do that no <laughs> i don't own a vehicle that was made po- well post ni- 1995 is the new vehicle i own mm-hmm. and that's my truck yeah Everything that's uh exactly that's that's always the gamble isn't it like yeah i i it's and that's where i'm at right now with um do i go to new mexico or like i'm sure it's going to be awesome i want to go but can i go is the is the other question like there's a reason i come down to like richmond so much it's like cool it's a two and a half hour to three hour drive that's easy you know my vehicles can make it i can drive i can bring a bike but then, like, when you're talking, going to the whole other side of the United States, I also, like, need to do my job and make mm-hmm. money. And <laughs> on top of that, I think it's a, a miracle I've managed to fit in what I do. <laughs> I, I fully agree with you on that. And, like, some of, some of my, you know, contemplation, if I should go or not, I, I committed to buying some bikes from somebody and I don't know when the fuck I'm going to be able to go get them now. If I go to New Mexico. Oh, now you got to go. But see, well, that's exciting. You're going no, to get bikes then. <laughs> no, it's not in New Mexico. I got to go to Memphis to get the fucking bikes. That's the hiccup. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, do Fly I go to Memphis, to... get the bike, ride all of the bikes all in one, like zip tie them together <laughs> and ride all of these bikes. To the new mexico rally that sounds fucking genius but now yep. <laughs> i i'm 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 debating whether if i go if i do memphis do i go up to ohio and go right around in toledo or do i just bite the bullet and go to richmond and say hi to all you folks like oh yeah it's labor day weekend so like i have five days off of work so yeah i have a great job oh, like nice. that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but enough about me more about you uh you, talk about kind of the i don't want to put words in your mouth so i'm trying not to with uh at what point did you kind of feel the ball towards kind of dying down um it was just like we we had started like getting a bunch of people in and like so we just uh had like i don't know like four new members all within like one year and it was cool because there was like more people hanging out. Uh, but then 
half of those people just kind of didn't really seem that interested once everything was said and done. And uh, the other half already was moving away, you know, like one of them moved to Florida and still was into bikes and stuff like that and did some moped stuff in Florida, you know, like um, uh, Mick moved to, to Philly, which is close. So I still see him and hang out with him sometimes, you know, uh, it was like a, a lot of things happened in everyone's life at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it, it just kind of like, it was like, all right, moped night tonight. And then, you know, like crickets and tumbleweeds, you know, mm. <laughs> uh, and yeah. And then a good half of the people moved away. So. Yeah. <laughs> and like it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Like at what, I'm, at what point did you start thinking about joining or approaching black black to be in that club? And how did that whole process, because I think that's interesting because I know, again, I don't have a horse in this race and it doesn't matter to me. And I think people can do whatever they want, whenever they want, when it comes to moped stuff. Um, It's a national organization. And I, I loved Sean's podcast you did with Jason. I think that is probably the, out of all these podcasts that get put out. And I'm talking about all three. That's my favorite one between Brabcast, anything I've done, anything that Jason did previously, like that hands down. Sean knows his shit. He's very like real about how things go. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I thanked him for like what he said. Like I got on Instagram, like, dude, you don't know me. I'm a dork. I'm a new guy to the scene. Just trying to find my way. That must've been while he was in, he was like in Baltimore for like a second and we had lunch together and he was, chatting with you during the lunch we had together Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious um but hey dude just like we talked about that weird small world of mopeds oh yeah yeah (laughs) um but how yeah the whole the whole thing with black black was uh it was like you know like it was hard for me to find people to do this like i'm you know after you have so many nights like going out and wrenching by yourself and it's hard to get people interested in going on rides and stuff like that i'm like well i'm still interested in doing this so i still was like within the scene it was like me and like maybe like three other baltards that would still maybe go to moped rallies and stuff like that and um eventually uh sean approached me with the idea of joining black black he's like you can join black black like you can still be a baltard technically but like you're you can like it, it was me and evan and uh who also was in the Baltards, and um he like approached us to join and it's like okay yeah like nothing's really happening with this stuff over here so i might as well do this stuff over here um and it's funny because uh andrew uh, andrea grasso came down to um uh kind of feel us out mm-hmm. when we were in baltimore and stayed and then he went back and he recommended that Evan get in and I don't. Oh wow. And then Sean threw a threw a fit and <laughs> and and then that was, I mean I I don't know. I was like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so but yeah, no, and I've 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 really like the I really like the black black people. Like the more of them that I meet, there's 
a lot of really great people and like the east coast crew here too and like super tight with them so yeah i've only really met i'm, I'm glad east, i did it i've I only met the east coast going. crew that i know of like i think i might have bumped into one or two of them when they lived in southern minnesota before they were black black but like i yeah, yeah. i fuck everyone positive experiences with um then so like how was your pro that's so interesting to me like the since you're away from quote unquote the motherland of denver like how was prospecting yeah. for that like that's how did that go about? um well the way it worked for like it, for people like me was it was kind of like prospecting is waived you've been doing this mm -hmm. like for longer than most of us yeah like it was like like there were like members that were like oh man i remember when i saw this bike you built and that inspired me when i got in and so i don't know it feels weird saying but like i think it was kind of like a like you don't need to prospect if you're not a noob you know yeah. what i mean well, like, my, and, like, and i think like mike boyd talked like, about it like he didn't pros they just kind of patched him in and that's yeah yeah and i have and again I am a noob and I'll be the first one to admit that, but like, I have total respect for that. Like from, and I want to talk to you about some of your builds. Cause like everybody tells me Chris Shad builds fucking rad ass bikes. Like, um, I build weird ass, bikes. <laughs> that's what's fucking awesome, dude. Like I just kind of throw together fucking ratty hobbits. Look, I mean, um, well, ratty is one of my specialties. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what are some of your favorite, like what got you building, different stuff like how and what are some of the more unique bikes you've built um i don't know I, I don't think i have any reason for building different stuff there's different reasons i like different bikes mm -hmm. like i generally stick with tomos as a platform because i find it stupidly easy like like i'm a hands-on person and i'm not like i'm not a very technical I wouldn't consider myself a very technical person. Like when people start talking about like doing the math for port mapping and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't do math, you know, <laughs> like, uh, but I like to just like, like, I don't, I don't really build things for other people. I mm -hmm. build things for me. And then when I'm done, I'm like, Oh, I've got this thing. I'll probably never ride it. <laughs> well, it depends on how uncomfortable I make it. Like I did mm -hmm. like some like cap cafe racer builds and stuff like that like i really enjoyed like my second bike was my safari which i built into like a very aggressive like cafe racer stance and i remember following a tutorial that i think nate bandit posted on moped army where he was like yo check it out if you get the right size um like it was like a head tube clamp for like a bicycle for like mm -hmm. a mountain bike and he's like just get two of those and a mountain bike bar and cut it in half boom clip on and i was like i'm doing that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i did that i just bought like went on ebay and found two of the cheapest like the the right size for my safari fork head tube clamp and then bought a bar that fits the top diameter of that cut it in half and then i clip on bars you know like it was it was, it was a fun bike to ride but it was so uncomfortable mm -hmm. like it you're it's such a small bike when you're on it you're so crunched up to get in that low stance that like it's like your butt is almost on the wheel oh and yeah your face is like on the handlebars and your <laughs> elbows are like almost on the ground you know that's fucking hilarious dude <laughs> but it was really fun to ride like horrible to ride in a straight line 
You're mm-hmm. going around a corner. You're like, yeah. You're like, like the wait is. It it's great, an ass turn know? only ride tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NASCAR ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, awesome. Yeah, I love, I love building that bike because I just kind of like, I was like, okay, now I have my running bike. Now I'm gonna build like a like build a build bike. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I just was like, I'm just have fun like screwing with things. So I just do weird things when I want to do it you know (laughs) (laughs) um what was the first time you will talk about like fly outs like what was the first time you flow out specifically to go to a rally um the first time i flew to a rally was technically uh black moon rising i think Mm -hmm. for the the which was denver and i flew out for that and then i like i also have like a really close friend in denver so I like flew out for like three and a half weeks. I like mm-hmm. went and hung out with him and I had a nice little ride to the train to get me to Jono's place. And then I could borrow a bike, you know, like one of those things. But that was the first time I flew to a moped thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like, were you on, um, not prospect detail cause you didn't, but did you have to run around and do a whole bunch of stuff for black moon rising? Because I mean, no, no (laughs) um that's funny what's some of the and you can have fun with this and i and i try to ask people this generally in the podcast sometimes i forget sometimes i remember um what is the dumbest thing you've done in mopeds either like i can't believe i fucking did that and you cringe or like i can't believe i fucking Mm. did that and this is fucking hilarious it's your option it's dealer's option okay i mean was it sing it, there, backup so, karaoke to righteous brothers with me or oh no that was awesome <laughs> <laughs> i mean i was loving the fact that the karaoke party just erupted in the yeah. garage and 90 percent of the people there were so not into it oh yeah dude that's <laughs> why i like dude if nobody's singing karaoke i'm probably gonna break out my rendition of righteous brothers <laughs> that was fun though yeah yeah uh even though it doesn't involve mopeds, mm-hmm. I would say the stupidest thing I've done within mopeds was at the at Shred Shed East when we were there hanging out for some some mopeds. It was like a like a like some people are hanging out and we're doing a build or something like that. Like come by, you know. We used to come down all the time here in Richmond, and um, uh, we came down and I don't know. I just went went to ham. I had like four beers and a 40 mm-hmm. and then smoked something out of somebody's bong it was like the tar that you squish up where you scrape it out i'm i don't i don't really smoke a lot of weed so yeah <laughs> you're already <laughs> like so i'm like okay i'm gonna do that and then i'm gonna and then they're like go off the half pipe like you know, drop in i'm like i don't know i'm like i'm like i know how to be on a skateboard like i used to use them to like get around and stuff like that in yeah. high school but I'm not interested in doing tricks. Yeah. I'm not the guy that stands on the corner with his friends and does a bunch of ollies. Yep. And they're like, you can do a drop in. You just gotta lean into it, put all your weight into it, and and then just ride it. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do a drop in on the skateboard. <laughs> and I I did it the first time, and I immediately like flipped out and slid across the ground and ended up underneath someone's tool bench table. 
Yeah. And then I'm like, no, no, I got this. And then I did it the second time and uh, the board just shot out from under me and like Mm -hmm. naturally without thinking, I put my arm down and it broke my arm in half. Oh, like like, like there's a video of it somewhere and people, I don't want to see the video. I've I've watched the video quite a few times. You can hear it. It's like a, (laughs) (laughs) but of course, everyone. I've been Everyone injured a lot like, and I never want to see my injuries. I'm not going to watch well, other people. I had so. never broken a bone until then. And I still haven't since, but, um, <laughs> uh, everyone was like, no, man, walk it off, walk it off. Walk it happens off. all the time. And I'm like, okay, all right. I'm like, okay. I did like, it, it, it had that thing where like, when the injury happened, I lost all my breath and I was mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's serious. And, um, people were like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like, like rest on it, rest on it. And uh, I went into the um, the hostel, which was a closet with some shelves on it that people slept in. Yeah, I've and, heard of. Uh, I was in there for like maybe an hour and a half, just writhing around in pain with it getting yeah. worse and worse. And I had to come out and throw up because the pain was so bad. And I'm like, oh. sorry, guys, someone, I, I need to go to a hospital. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, but, you know, we're all drunk and stuff like that. And then Mouse was awesome and was like, I'll drive you. And then I <laughs> stayed at his house that night. But, yeah, I was actually, I remember being pretty happy that um, uh, when we got to the hospital, the, the, my experience at the emergency room here in Richmond was like 10 out of 10 stars. Mm-hmm. Like, we went into this place. It was 100% empty. I mean, it was also like 3.30 a.m or something like that totally empty half the lights are on i thought it was closed yeah uh it was quiet time in the hospital (laughs) yeah there was like no one there there was one lady at a little desk and then she's asking me a bunch of questions assuming i'm just there to like uh, cop opiates or something like that (laughs) and then i get back into the place and they were like awesome they were like super nice and they took the x-rays but i mean like a little too laid back the guy was like you ever taken heroin? And I was like, no. And he's like, this is like that. And then puts a syringe in me and gives me something. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, something. I don't know. Dude, I'm having flashbacks. Like, if anybody who's been in enough pain, like, sharply, like, puking is a thing. Like, I've had that happen. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I Like, I own- knew that the puking was from the pain and not from the drinking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I Different had... Things years ago before my like i got into mopeds and i was trying to quit smoking like i was popping the lozenges and like i hadn't smoked all day but oh, i was doing yeah. great and like my ex-wife and i were laying down watching a show and i popped one and all of a sudden like i od'd on them because it felt like somebody grabbed my left nut with a vice grip and like i was just in pain oh, like i could God. not imagine and i just went and curled up in the bathroom and like i puked in the tub and then my ex-wife ended up bringing me to the hospital Ugh. and then yeah dude it was not oh good. that sounds really fun yeah so <laughs> little we'll we'll share from old jimmy um great now i've got that image in my head yeah Dang. it was well i don't know what's worse the image of like somebody like nut- you puking in the tub or your left nut yeah or like your fucking arm dangling and you're trying to walk it off yeah um, it wasn't it wasn't like full, broken out of the skin it was like it, it broke and then like the muscles brought it back 
Because obviously, okay. if it was broken out of the skin, I would have gone to the hospital. Yeah. But it was okay. one of those things when they came back and they're like, no, you broke your arm in half. I was like, yes. Because everybody, <laughs> See, you guys, you know, I, wasn't I, went, a, I wasn't a pussy. <laughs> if I went back and everyone was like, yeah, you, you should have just walked it off. That would have been the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking rad. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite bike you've ever put together? Like, you talk about that low bar drop deal, deal but like, what's your favorite what's bike? Like, I really favorite bike I've ever owned. Yeah, I really like that Tomos mini thing you got. Want, want to oh, talk that, about yeah. that quick? That's what I brought down here this time I came down. I brought Dude, the mini. That, thing, that thing's such a good travel bike. <laughs> well, that's technically Henry's bike, so I'm borrowing it. From okay, him. well, we'll see. But yeah, no, it, 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 it loads up in like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. You just go, whoop, <laughs> lift it right up. <laughs> I know what it is, but do you want to kind of tell the audience what, it, what the setup is on that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's an extremely rare bike that was uh, only given to members of the European Union during the succession of Yugoslavia in the late 1980s to the early 90s. There were only seven made. They're extremely rare, and it's the Tama Sargalis Mini. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not just a TX-50 with Sargalis <laughs> parts on it. No, it's not that. <laughs> It wouldn't. It wouldn't be that. Nobody would do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a it's a Target LX Mini that's shrunk. Yeah, but, but it's fucking. But also, it's, it's ridiculous. It's dumb. It's fun. it's fucking I rad, like, dude. <laughs> like the, uh, the gearing with those things, though. Jeez, with the little wheels. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, like I'm full extreme on the front gear. It's got like a thirty-four or whatever. I don't know the highest you could go. Got yeah. it all like dug out in the case, and then the rear, and then the the rear wheel is like the smallest it could be. The front wheel is as big as it could be. Oh, sorry, that's I okay. Left my phone on. Um, and uh, it it's a blast. It hits forty. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and that's it bounces like a motherfucker. That's my it, favorite thing. Yeah, it bounces so much that when you hit the throttle, you'll dip just with because it has torque because of the, mm-hmm. the wheels and the setup and everything uh you'll dip a straight foot and a half every yeah. like <laughs> throttle pull <laughs> dude that yeah that thing is fucking just it's entertaining to watch you ride that like that's that's what <laughs> <laughs> i don't get to ride it often because i can't really ride it in baltimore because they'll pull me over because they think i'm a like dope carrier they'll, they'll think it's like a, a mini dirt bike or something that's delivering drugs so I'm have you been that makes away. that makes me want to ask questions how many times have you been pulled over on that bike surprisingly enough um i've never been pulled over on that bike but i've only been pulled over on mopeds and motorcycles three times two of those in cities that are not baltimore Hmm. like the reality of the situation is that they're like i've got a full face helmet on every time Mm -hmm. so they're probably like that looks sketchy and then they're like (laughs) but wait he's got a helmet yeah you know like and then they're like what is that you know do i want to deal with that so i mean i've been running vermont tags on most of my motorcycles for i don't know my old daily driver bike has had a Vermont tag for eight years now mm-hmm. and I've never gotten pulled over for it. I've never gotten pulled over on a motorcycle. 
that's I think cops are just like nah. But also, I don't like I don't like hot dog around. I don't do wheelies. I don't I don't like flick off the cops. I'm like when I'm on like a motorcycle motorcycle outside of a moped, I'm being very safe because it's like if I'm on a thing that can shoot me to a 140 miles an hour at any given moment, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not try- I'm not trying to die. So, yeah, like I, I ride, I ride pretty responsibly. Yeah, on a moped, not so much. <laughs> well, even like I mean, Graham, we we haven't ridden a lot. Like you seem well, maybe it was because of individual who was riding with us for a moment that early breakfast <laughs> run. But um, you everybody looked really responsible on that. Even anyways, yeah. um, like I like doing fun stuff on mopeds. Like I like like bouncing around and like like I'm not gonna like cause damage or trouble or cut people off. But it's mm-hmm. like. I like the like the like feeling like it's a toy. That's all I want I, out of it. I can't recommend if they have a rally in the next year. Or so like get up to Milwaukee and ride the Cranks rally because like I was there a couple months ago oh, with yeah. Ryan. The the way it's weird how their manhole covers they're like rose up from the street and like oh weird was, they're little little jumps. They are like Ryan. And, I was on like a stock rally. Like Ryan borrowed me before I went to Richmond. Like you can jump those things. It's fucking hilarious. Like it's oh, just yeah. like I. So yeah, if I, I see a speed bump on a moped, I speed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fun. What's I don't I don't know if I've asked you this, but you can tell me if I have. What's the rally you've had the most fun at? Uh, that's a really hard question because there's different reasons I like different rallies and I've been to lots of like my favorite kind of rally is actually the like <laughs> unfortunately it's like the invite only like mm-hmm. just, like we're we're just like, it's just like a 12 of us or yeah or 15 of us and we're just going out to a place and doing a thing it's like I, I like that like kind of like super intimate moped like crew hangout situation but also at the same time ones like whiskey biz where it's like huge and there's tons of people are super fun too so i find it hard to choose one because i mean i've never been to a moped rally where i was like that was a straight bummer yeah you know what i mean so it's like what am i going to compare it to i'm going to try and say this one was worse than the other one when Mm -hmm. they're so different you know they all hold different value for me so i'm going to go ahead and answer that question by not answering that question that was a nice answer yeah that was a nice walk around (laughs) because but i think you i think you bring up a great point because like and it comes down to like what i always say to people if you have five or six of your buds anywhere anything can be cool and like if if, if it sucks go do a thing by yourself well, embrace like, I've had the great suck. times getting lost at moped rallies. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of part of the fun. It's like, oh, shit, I got lost. All right, I guess I'll have an adventure. You know, <laughs> like it, it, it's fine. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it, I feel like it's hard to like choose one. And I kind of like don't want to. No, because, and I get it. Because they, they're all so different for different reasons. You know, yeah. if there were one moped rally, I could call out and be like, you know, that time the, the sandals from west arizona had that rally and <laughs> and four people showed up and everyone bought crystals 
that kind of sucked, I would probably <laughs> call them out and say that it sucked. But the sandals don't exist, and I didn't experience that. So <laughs> that's fucking rad. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. So, what is this? Has been such a weird time, especially like for I. I still really consider myself very, very, very new to mopeds. Like couple three like i had a season to kind of rally and then fucking rona what has uh mopeds been like for you during the the downtime if you will um well two things first off in baltimore it hasn't changed at all Mm -hmm. in the way of going on rides with people because there's just not many people around me that are willing to like get into mopeds there's a lot of people that will like show up and be like my son's bike needs to be fixed and i'll be like all right i guess i'll do that uh but no one like wants to like do moped hood rat shit you know what i mean like no one wants to like and some people do but it's like it's hard like schedules are are complicated and stuff like that it's just it just seems like it's a hard thing to pull together um but outside of that with the pandemic coming on like i i don't know once all that shit started i i've done nothing but build bikes i got every bike in my garage running oh wow in Good like for you. a few months like i had tons of projects and, and of course you know my wallet is hurting from it because yeah <laughs> i work for myself so it's like i'm like whatever i need to distract myself everything sucks i'm just gonna do what i want to Mm -hmm. and it was always just like i was like out in the winter like painting that bosuzoku bike was like the winter (laughs) and i was out there with a heater facing towards the bike Mm -hmm. spray painting it inside of the garage (laughs) like (laughs) worst conditions for painting worst conditions ever but i'm like i'm gonna do something and i've run out of other things to do so this is what i'm doing (laughs) um People in the podcast world don't know this right now, so I'll kind of crack the shell or break the fourth wall. Um, Chris is actually recording at Jason Thompson's house, the Moped Monday. Yes, indeed. And he's the one who brought this up. Um, did you do any butt hurt builds during Rona? Because I thought of one today that butt I think hurt I might build. Like, I'm what's a gonna... butt hurt build? I missed that. You're gonna have to explain this to me. You're gonna have to explain this to me. You don't know what a butt hurt build is? I don't. Please let me Where know. Where the fuck have you been? I would like you to educate me, please. <laughs> I wasn't gonna jump in, but now I have to. Yeah. So, so now I mean I, I don't even know what it is. I already want to do one. Oh. <laughs> I think what? I think out of out of all people, you would get a kick out of it. <laughs> so the the butt hurt build is literally kind of what it sounds like. You ever seen a bike that was like Someone thought it was awesome, or maybe they didn't think it was awesome, but it just made other people upset. It's like trolling <laughs> oh, in real it, life, but with your moped. Yeah, the guy with the the Magnum tank that he like added like a fuel site yeah, thing that, to that, it that bumps some people out for sure. But think yeah. about doing that. Oh. To a, but think about doing that to a Laguna tank. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so a butter build is literally just doing. I'm gonna the unthinkable to a moped. Yeah, like taking a rare bike, like a limited LTD, yeah. half half an LTD, and, pu- and putting a Sax motor on it. Yeah. Oh, I love this. 
Like well, taking a derby. I need, to, I need to find a Jawa motor. Taking now. like, you know, the, the rear spike, taking a flex or something oh, man. and putting a Tomos on it. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I, I thought of a butt, the butt hurt. I came up with a butt hurt build. Today, I love this idea. And it was kind of from, it was kind of from who I've dubbed hoarder Eric uh, in Minnesota. I'm going to take a Vespa C or a Vespa. Yeah. Vespa C. And I'm going to Hobbit mm-hmm. swap that some bitch. Cause I, I mean, know- that's like, I don't say that's a bad idea. I don't think that's too butthurt. I'd be it, like, cool. it will, it will upset the Vespa people is what I mean, do. of course. But like, I feel like that's like, I'd be like, Oh, neat. Now it's affordable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the butthurt has to hurt no, more, it, more than just the people who ride that it one needs bike. It to be like yeah. a, 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 like a, a limited Magnum with like a McCullough, AMC McCullough damn it, driven that's... motor on it. Yes. <laughs> God damn, yeah. that's beautiful. Because like we always like, talk. What's about... the what's the worst motor ever? Probably that one. But outside of that, I don't know. Like, the the uh, Lara motor. Oh, some Marini, some Badavis motor. Oh, Marini is not that bad. Put a Badavis motor on a on a UPS Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was thinking it's everybody's going right to that AMF friction drive, like oh, that McCullough it, motor. Oh, those... Yeah. Have you ever have you ever had your hands on one of those motors? I've seen. I've been around them. I've they never actually worked them. Are They're... upsetting <laughs> in design. <laughs> it's got a fucking plastic crankcase. Come on, man. What the fuck? No. Like, how... like they're, they're like carburetors, whatever. Let's do a, a series of rubber flaps. That's going to last a long time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it total. Oh, no, 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 no. And I can understand. And I'm sure there's some old guys are gonna probably yell at me somewhere if they ah. hear this, but I really don't care about Moped Riders Association that much. They're old. Do people they don't understand internets. That <laughs> the internets can some of those guys the are old cool. ones. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like Larry Larry and Rob K. They're cool. <laughs> um, they're, they're MRA guys. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um. As I'm still kind of getting over the butthurt build stuff. Um, so what do you do? I do have a welder now, so <laughs> um, do you got any big moped plans for the rest of the year? I mean, we got Labor Day coming up, and it feels like the season's um, it, not it wasn't really. a se- I'm still like, I'm still very like not trying to fuck around, uh, of course. Like, it was like we got a little break, but. You know, I'm I'm I don't fuck around when it comes to like this coronavirus Delta variant shit. I you know I believe in scientists. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll say it. I'm sure there's some moped people that want to. It happens on fake moped army every single day. Some people are like, I'm picking my rights. I have to wear a cloth on my face, and it makes me a real man to be mad about that or whatever. But uh, I just don't see why people are freaking out about it, and I don't want to take risks because uh i enjoy the company of my family and i Mm -hmm. don't want to like make too many active moves that could potentially harm them Mm -hmm. uh so i'm like kind of like it's i'm looking at this year as it's going to be just like last year maybe with a little bit more leniency because we have um vaccines and stuff like that and like with the vaccine it's like it makes it a little bit better and you can kind of it's like i don't know anyone that 
is well outside of the internet that is like i won't take the vaccine so like in real life i really don't have to worry too much you know Mm -hmm. like there's still some worry there but i don't have to worry too much about that but i'm not ready to have a a wild crate because i know how moped rallies do Mm -hmm. like it's like i'm not trying to have like some guy yelling into my face Mm-hmm. Who I, mean, I have no idea who he is or what he's, <laughs> his history is. You know, like, yeah, right. to come over here and chime in randomly. Um, I definitely know what you mean by how moped rallies are. Yeah, because someone's going to fucking yell into your nose. I have yeah. a, I have a, <laughs> or your mouth. What's going to happen? I have a very vivid picture in my mind of Jen Henry himself. <laughs> Down at that uh at that beach rally, where we kinda, <laughs> but uh I definitely have a vivid picture in my mind of us showing up at that rally and Jim Henry instantly just being like, "Who wants to like share this piece of hot dog with me?" Until <laughs> our lips touch, like they were like eating food. It was a like, goddamn burrito, food. okay? It was a burrito. No, that's even worse. Yeah, like, he's got a burrito. The other guy's mouth is in the burrito. Like they eat it until their lips meet in the middle, like fucking Lady in the Tramp. Sucking on some spaghetti. Yeah, okay. It was. <laughs> Conan's a beautiful man. What can I say? Um, oh my God. But I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah, and like, no, dude, like I, no, I know. I try to be respectful. I wear a mask when I'm asked to. I take, I got the, I got the vaccination because I want to be a part of the solution. And I, uh, I'm, yeah. I, I agree no, I wholeheartedly any with sort of what you said on this. So, so yeah. we can like, we can dip on that soon because I'm not trying to start any no. drama, no, but dude, I, I get it. Yeah. I, hear I, 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 I don't feel comfortable enough to be like old times. I'm like, yep. it can't be old times yet. Yep. I, I totally soon, hopefully it. soon enough. If, if people, you know, start to think a little bit. Mm-hmm. or maybe research yeah I, okay. I totally respect that um what out of all your bikes you own right now what's your favorite one is it that mini or is it what's some other you said you got all your bikes running what do you got going for bikes right now oh um i've got well we'll start with the mini and then i've got junk most uh and i i sold this year I sold my first bike, which I was on its third build. Um, and uh, I kind of missed that because there was a little bit of nostalgia. That was like the bike that I went to Culpeper for. Um, but also like, I've got too many bikes to ride. I'm like, I, it's what happens. It's like, I don't want to, it doesn't make sense if I can't get people to ride with me or like, hey, you know, bike, ride those bike, you know, mm-hmm. to have so many bikes, but I just, I like the wrenching more than the riding, I think, when it comes to that. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't have people to ride with. So it's like, yeah, I'll ride by myself for a little bit here and there with this bike or that bike. But also a lot of my bikes are like, like just a moped in general, a fully legal moped in Baltimore is just suspect mm-hmm. because there are like two wheels, 12 o'clock boys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they just think that you're up to no good. Um so yeah, okay. I've got Jungmos is probably my favorite bike. What setup is that? Like oh, that's the the Tomos that I bought off of uh, Tony the Butcher, which I doubt he's listening to this, <laughs> but he was an old Baltimore dude 
-hmm. he was um he had a gang before the Baltards called the Killer Bees. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, they were so well known that when I first came to Richmond, uh, oh no, no, it wasn't Richmond. It was that first whiskey biz. Mm -hmm. We were staying with uh, the Satans at like some of the Satans at our place we were staying. And one of them was like, hey, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Baltimore. And he's like, oh. And he's like, starts to walk away. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you're one of those like killer bees guys. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. And he explained to me this whole story where they, the Satans rode their mopeds down from or up from Richmond to Baltimore to come to a Baltimore moped rally. And this dude, uh, like they sat in his living room while he argued with his girlfriend the whole time. That's fucking Nobody rad. Else was there, and uh, they said he like at one point came down and ordered pizza for them, and then <laughs> after that they left and got in trouble trying to break onto that like submarine that's like parked at the harbor in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> they were like fuck this, and they just like left and rode around and like did their own thing. Like, yeah, it's a great example of like do your own thing. If it's yeah, sucks, do your own thing um but yeah this was the guy and he um he used to sell bikes for like a pretty decent price because he had like mm -hmm. a bunch of them um and he sold me this bike as he's like i took the motor off of it because i'm going to use those parts but i'll sell you the rolling frame for 20 bucks and this thing looked like absolute garbage like when i first got it it was like one, it was a green target lx and the one side was entirely gray there was duct tape all the way around like a ton of duct tape where the motor was which looked like someone lost a, like both of the top motor mounts and just duct taped it on there because of course um, it will hold and i was like where the fuck did you get these this thing and he said he, he he dragged it out of the jones falls which Jesus. is like the river that goes under the highway in baltimore oh wow so it's definitely stolen yeah i was gonna say definitely not stolen yeah <laughs> yeah um i mean it didn't it didn't have a vin number on it the vin number was already already filed off because it's um, definitely not stolen yeah because it's not stolen um but i'm like okay i've got this tomos frame 20 bucks fuck yeah so i bought a bottom end on um moped army back then uh back then you could get a entire complete tomos bottom end for i think it was like 40 bucks or 50 bucks i bought that and slapped a used kit I bought from Austin on it and a used head. And that thing has been the most reliable bike I have ever owned. And I only fix it in the wrong way. <laughs> okay, explain the it, wrong ways. Um, the mount for the exhaust was already broken off. So it's been numerous metal objects that can become mount. There was a door <laughs> knocker. Right now it's a... <laughs> Uh, some sort of SAE wrench I'm never going to use, but it's really sturdy. SAE wrench, great mount for an exhaust. Um, <laughs> it, uh, I don't know, it's just a piece of garbage. It's great. Because like, having a junky bike is so good because you don't have to worry about it getting stolen. Mm -hmm. It's not slow. It's pretty fast. Like it's kitted. It's fast enough. It's got shit hanging off of it everywhere i don't remove anything that's ever been attached to the bike nice like but i don't fix 
stuff in the right way because it doesn't <laughs> seem right for that bike. It won't be happy. Okay. <laughs> otherwise. So like, you know, the headlight, like the, the coil, I thought it was the coil that went out. I guess I was wrong because now the taillight works. Uh, <laughs> but I couldn't get it. Probably like grounded out or something. And I'm like, fuck this. And I just bought like a work LED rechargeable work light on Wish and then glued it into a moped headlight setting. So now you could have to recharge the headlight with like a USB cable. Yeah. And then that... you turn it on with a switch. <laughs> but also, it's, I actually use that a lot because I put little like hand turn knobs on the um, bolts that hold it on so I could pull it off real quick. And throw it onto a bike to test it if I need to test a bike at night that doesn't have a, a lighting set up on it yet, you know? So I've actually I used that thing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking rad. But yeah, I don't know. It's, just, it's like, it's a piece of trash. It's like, and it's, it's the happiest little piece of trash. <laughs> I don't understand it. Bikes like to be abused sometimes. Hey, you know, it's the way it's going to be. Um, That's fucking hilarious. So... I'm blanking on like, I've, I've kind of gone through a lot of my stuff now. Like I've asked you some of the dumbest stuff, some of the, your builds. Um, oh, we've got to be at least an hour and a half in at this point. Right. Yeah. I always try to stretch <laughs> it at least an hour. Cause like, I feel like it's, it's a free podcast. I mean, I'll talk for as long as you want me to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, what's, I'm trying to word this correctly. Um, what made you come down to Baker's dozen? where we met like what was it just invite oh. or was it like because i half asked was, invited by about three different people but then like i just had to see the end like what what made you come down number one was that uh the weekend before i had like hung out with thomas and seen his place and i'm like this place is dope mm-hmm. this is gonna be awesome with like a bunch of open people and he's like well you know bigger's dozen is ending here and i'm like okay all right and uh nothing else came up and i was like it's it's usually the baker's dozen ending is like too far away but Mm -hmm. richmond is close i I would consider richmond close enough that it's not too much of a burden to go out of the way like i could drive down here hang out a night and then drive back home you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's two and Um, and a half hours like you said so yeah it's nothing yeah yeah it's it's not too bad um so I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm going to have to go down. And I, I knew I was going to meet a lot of people from the like West Coast and different coast areas that I wouldn't have normally run into mm-hmm. as well. So uh, it was kind of a no-brainer at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ashley and Thomas' house is red. I can't. Those guys are always very hospitable to the entire moped community, which is super, super cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm tired myself. So I <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna close some of these long pauses up in editing. I will probably end up doing that. Uh what's your Labor Day weekend plans then? You gonna probably head back down to Richmond and do all that or are you gonna Oh, I don't get... know. When is I don't pay attention to holidays. When is Labor Day? Next <laughs> not this coming weekend, the next one. Oh no, I'm probably gonna be like uh i'm probably going to be doing i'm working on my backyard i'm trying to do pavers in my backyard which uh apparently turns out is a lot of work when you're doing it by yourself they're a pain in the ass (laughs) a lot of tampering a lot of tampering 
Um, I'm going to rent a camper. But the, it was the digging out the backyard that was a lot. It took me a year. Oh, that's a... <laughs> I mean, over a year, but technically three weekends. <laughs> that, it's sounds, like, that sounds like my moped build. <laughs> yeah. You got to look at it a long time and just like really I'm, I'm, think about it. I'm very bad at asking for help. So I'm just you like, me no, both. that's cool. I'll just... I'll just go out and dig it up all by myself and then get rid of it all by myself. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for gravel. It's happening this Saturday. Yay. Um, yeah, I can't, Chris, I can't thank you enough for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast um, with some run-ins yeah, occasionally course. by Jason. Um, how are you doing over there, my guy? I'm good. <laughs> Next time, uh, I was really, uh, I, I've told this to people before, I was really hoping that you would do it for Henry and then it could just be a podcast where I hold the phone up to his face and he just snorts and goes like. <laughs> Dude, that's. And then that's the whole podcast. Yeah. Well, I can't take four paws, a cat chat. I can't take that away from <laughs> Richmond. I mean, they, they have the, I, I. I mean, Jason kept on saying cat chat. I'm like, that just isn't enough. Like, so I'm thinking four paws, a cat chat. I think that would be the great next podcast coming out of Richmond. Um, <laughs> uh, so I can't thank you enough. Uh, don't forget everybody. You can find us on Instagram at second chance moped. Uh, if you want to be a guest or have any show ideas, don't forget email second chance moped at gmail.com. Um, just hit me up. You know how to yeah, yeah. Um, you guys know how to find me. Uh, I can't thank everybody enough for listening. It still kind of amazes me that happens. Uh, Jason, thank you very much for letting Chris use your studio. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Real budget. <laughs> it's like good shit. I heard Amanda's got the same setup. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget chris mopeds are dumb yes they are thank you my guy (laughs) see you bye